This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D I E T Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Tacos. Who doesn't like tacos? Kind of like pizza. I don't want to hear from the people who don't like tacos. Yeah. Please don't listen to this show and don't tell us about your dislike for tacos. <laughs> All right. Now that, now that we've alienated everybody, uh, let's talk about tacos. Okay. Uh, should, we, should we start by talking about the tacos of our youth? I think that's a good place to begin. Because I, I feel like the tacos of my youth couldn't have been more quintessentially classic American Tex-Mex hard, crunchy taco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And did they... Um, did you have a problem with them constantly falling over? Like you put stuff in them and then you they just tip over and... Yeah. Is there is there any way to solve that problem? <laughs> well, I, I, maybe we shouldn't get to it quite yet. I mean, oh, okay. It's so good. I want to really yeah, build right. it up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so everybody stay tuned for information. On okay, it. we may have a solution. Yeah, we may. Uh, do we have a solution for the problem of taking a bite and the taco explodes? No, because if you're eating a hard taco, by which we mean the, the crispy taco shell... Yep. You're signing up for disaster, really. So, so it's like, uh, hey, free tickets for the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because it was just, it's just, just the hundredth uh, anniversary of when that big taco went down to the bottom of the hot sauce. <laughs> <sighs> okay, um, you know, for me, I don't remember whether we ever really ate tacos at home when I was a kid. My my mom's just not. That much into tacos. I, I hope don't listen so to this. So she's not mom. listening to this. Yeah, you're episode. one of the people okay. who's not supposed to listen. My mom's just, I think, not that much into tacos. Maybe not that much into Mexican food. I think she might have thought it was a little fattening. So where did you eat tacos? So I would eat tacos when I was invited over to a friend's house oh, for so you, dinner. You had that the hookup. Kind of thing. So I had the hookup, and I would get so excited when I would hear the sizzle of ground beef in the skillet, and then smell that seasoning packet, that taco oh, yeah. seasoning packet. Now, uh, maybe maybe I wasn't supposed to tell anyone about this, but uh, but I got I got a. Uh, call from Molly uh, a couple hours ago saying uh, she sounded a little frantic. She said, she said, I'm at the Safeway and I've got the taco shells, but I can't find the packet. Where do they keep the packets? <laughs> and Matthew was like, they're where all the packets are. You know, the packets. Yeah. Well, first of all, I was like, I don't work at Safeway. 
<laughs> and secondly, they're in the packet section. Anyway, it took me a while, but I did finally find a whole wall of packets. Yes, was I was serious. Amazing. There's a packet section. They sell something called like meatloaf seasoning. Sure. I just want to know what that is. And various kinds of gravy and packets. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, Fajita uh, seasoning. Well, I purchased three of them today because I was feeling indecisive. I bought the Lowry's, uh-huh. uh, McCormick's, and Old El Paso. I was actually on the phone with Brandon before I called you. And I'm standing there talking to Brandon while I'm trying to decide what brand of crispy taco shells to buy. And there's a, a guy, an older gentleman, maybe in his 50s, who who you know sort of walked past me at that moment. And, and even though he could see that I was on the phone, he said, oh, get that. Taco Bell brand. It's the best one. Wow. But they didn't you, have it. <laughs> so do you, did this he, a good story? Did he wink like maybe he was a ghost? No, but <laughs> a- after we had discussed the fact that they didn't have the Taco Bell crispy shells, while all the while Brandon is waiting on the phone, then he reached up and grabbed a jar of Taco Bell hot sauce and like pressed it into, like I didn't have a free hand and he like helped me maneuver my bag so that I could hold on to the jar of Taco Bell hot sauce. He felt very strongly about it. So yeah, so he was a good Samaritan and a ghost and an unhelpful product recommender all in one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so if you're looking for recommendations on products that Safeway doesn't have. Taco fixins. You know where to go. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Taco Bell because I I think fundamentally my childhood memories of tacos pretty much revolve around Taco Bell to the extent that um, when uh, I was uh, 16 and moved into the basement of my parents' house, like I I had a room on the top floor and then moved into the basement. Oh, um, man. And I had my own door to the outside. Whoa. So I would... Did you bring girls in through the door? um, Possibly. Uh, but, but you don't remember. Um, well, I'm, I'm thinking about tacos here. Oh. I've got I've got a taco rhythm. I think it's going that here. your mom is listening. Uh, maybe. So I would uh, I would sneak out uh, and I and I got my driver's license. I would sneak out and get in the car and drive to the Taco Bell. And the the <laughs> item that was always on my mind was the wild big beef taco. Jesus oh, <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Which what was a real thing. That. I don't. It was a big taco with some kind of hot sauce on it, but they called it the wild big beef taco. I just feel like I, I can't believe we haven't talked yet about how dirty tacos are. I know. Well, I mean, like, isn't there a, a, like a Mexican restaurant in LA called Pink Taco? There is, in fact. And, I mean, really, they know what that is. Of course, they know what that is. But people take their children there. Well, they, if the children ask, they probably have some sort of euphemistic cover story. Ha ha ha! Pink taco. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> berries. Uh, <laughs> Right. So, um, so what is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, the, Brandon and I had some beans and rice at our like local taqueria for uh-huh. lunch today. I have I, no idea where the story is going. But I'm riveted. <laughs> as we were walking in, he overheard a woman on the sidewalk say to her companion, "Let's go eat some tacos." What? Oh, look, they've got tacos here. And Brandon was like. <laughs> What the hell? That was like it was one of those moments when you experience something that you didn't think existed, like that anyone could look at the word taco and pronounce it taco. But do you think was it like an in joke that they had? Because um, because sometimes I'm not sure if I'm overhearing something like a jokey or dumb. Like I, you know, like we we uh, don't we rain make on my googly. parade here, man. Okay, I'm Jeez, sorry. I think that she really thought it was tacos. Okay, I hope she's not listening. Yeah, don't give me none of those fake tacos. <laughs> Um, so, hey, w- do you think that there was 
taco seasoning mix in the wild big beef willy. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was called. Taco. Uh, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Then I would drive a little further down the road to the pink taco, and uh, this story is over. <laughs> the best part of the tacos of my youth was the orange grease that dripped out of them oh yeah it it was alchemy really it really was it was like liquid gold yeah because nothing nothing you put into the recipe looked like that and yet that's <laughs> what, what what dripped out at the end well and when we so so before we got started today we we sampled some tacos yes, yes. reminiscent of our youth of course and uh and there was plenty of orange grease i was so heartened to see it yeah, it's so like an old friend. Did did the whole thing, the whole experience, live up to your memories? So I got to say, um, the the taco shell was really stale, and I have since discovered that maybe we were that we were supposed to heat these things up. Yeah, I I, I don't think that happened when I was a kid, and we definitely had the the taco uh, taco mix packet and uh, and crunchy taco shell tacos at home. I don't remember the shells being heated, but I think we should we should pop some in the oven and try it. Matthew, I think that <clears throat> probably the reason that you don't remember the shells being heated is that you didn't have the stand-in stuff. <laughs> um, so Old El Paso makes a particular style of taco shell called the stand-in stuff. Uh-huh. Anyway, for Max Crunch, it says heat before you eat. That, we should have noticed that it's right on the front of the box. And by the way, um, uh, when I <laughs> when, when I do the standard stuff, I like to be addressed <laughs> as Max Crunch. Um, well, so this is this is this was a great invention because this solved the problem of your taco tipping over. Um, this just sounds dirtier and dirtier. <laughs> uh, yeah this this show uh, this show is is rated uh, Taco Seventeen. Uh, they yeah, but okay. So I, I like the idea of the stand. So so it's a, it's a taco shell that's flat on the bottom instead of rounded. Mm-hmm. I, I did feel it was a little bit unwieldy to eat because it's kind of wide at the bottom, and it's uh, it's hard it's hard to get your mouth around that whole taco. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> stop! I'm talking I'm talking about tacos, uh, and and they were and they were really stale tasting. But I think we're gonna pop some in the oven and try just eating the shells plain and see what happens. Okay. Okay, so we've established the importance of the uh, the taco shell stand and stuff, or otherwise. <laughs> wait, no, wait a minute. Hey, back up a second. So, okay. so we we know we know that the the minds of the creators of the pink taco restaurant were far from pure. What about the creators of the stand and stuff taco I shells? I think they genuinely had no idea what they were getting themselves into. Is it just us? I think they hadn't seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> There's a lot of standing and stuffing in games Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, wait. Now I already forgot what we were about to be. Oh, we toppings, were toppings. Toppings. Hey. Yeah, so what do you what did you as a child, as a youth, put on your, your iceberg your lettuce taco? iceberg lettuce and uh, and cheddar cheese and I, I didn't hot sauce? When I was a kid I didn't really like hot sauce. Um, I didn't either. Or I, at some point, I started liking salsa and probably liked salsa. When I when I would go to uh, to Taco Bell, if I couldn't get the wild big beef taco, which I'm going to say <laughs> seven more times before the show is over, I would I would put on uh, a packet of fire sauce. Fire sauce? Yeah, it was great. It's like a red, very red hot sauce. Not particularly spicy. Huh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think I would gen- generally have cheddar cheese. I guess it was sharp cheddar. It was orange and sharpish. Uh-huh. Um, and I do remember having sort of a pico de gallo type thing or some sort of a jarred mild salsa. Sure. Maybe something kind of like the, the taco 
Bell brand mild stuff that that guy made me buy today. Yeah, I feel like on a hard taco, I want a smoother sauce, less not like a chunky pico de gallo, but more like a smooth mm-hmm. hot sauce. What did you think of this Taco Bell jarred one? I thought it was all right. I it, thought it 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 rounded out the the nostalgia factor for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now I don't I don't know if this if this is just like completely not in the spirit of uh, of hard tacos, and I shouldn't even mention it. But um, I I do make hard tacos and we have taco night pretty regularly as a family um (laughs) never mind (laughs) fine if you're gonna be that way (laughs) Uh, go on go on it's fine everything's Uh, fine no so seriously i i fry my own taco shells from corn tortillas and i seize i make uh i do ground beef filling but i season it up myself i don't use the packet um because honestly the packet's not that good i know it's not i felt like the one we had today was had almost no flavor, really. Yeah, and it, it was, was it was the Lowry's. I, I'm pretty sure that's the same one that I had as a kid. Yeah, yeah. It it smelled right, but when it it tasted like the flavor of the volume turned down, sort of. Yeah, I would yeah. still I would still eat six of those tacos. And uh, the uh, the thing the thing about tacos, you can eat a lot of tacos. You really can. I, I could I eat another one right now. Yeah. So when you fry your own taco shells, yes, do you shape them over something? <laughs> I I shape them uh, so that they so that you can stand and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, that's where I was going. Yeah, it. I shape them. Uh, I, I shape them on the fly using a couple of spatulas. I think that you or should, some tongs and a spatula. I think you should start like shaping them like over a a, a book or something, and then maybe they'll stand up. That's not a nice thing to do to a book. <laughs> okay. I'll use your book. Yeah, use my. You. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's it's just the right spine width to create a nice stand and That's stuff. That's true, and you do. Uh-huh. I think you have a hardcover edition. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Great. Go yeah. for it. Hardcovers, right. they're durable. Yeah, okay. What was that? Is that, that was, the timer for that, our crunchy yes, taco yes. shell? Okay. Okay, so lest you think we... <laughs> Nobody says lest you think. Lest you think. I lest do. Lest you think. <laughs> Murder, she wrote. Uh, lest you think that we have ignored the world of, uh, of real tacos, of uh, soft tacos, taco truck style tacos. Uh, you know, we like those too, but uh, we'll do them on another show. How yeah. about that? Yeah, we felt that there was, you know, there's so much to say about the tacos of our youth. Yeah. So we're, we're going crunchy. Yeah, we're, we're going crunchy. We're going stand and stuff. Uh, and Max, uh, Max Crunchy. Okay, and we certainly don't need to post a recipe for uh, crunchy tacos by by. We need to post a map to the to the packet section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I think we still have that that stand and stuff shell in the oven. Oh, uh, you want you want to oh, grab yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it. Okay, I can't wait to see if it crunches differently. Ow! Shit, it's hot. Yeah, it just came out of the oven. Smell it. Smells good. Smell it actually smells like corn yeah it smells a lot better i'm surprised well what should we do to kill some time oh that sounds crunchier oh my god that's so much better why didn't we heat it before we ate let me make it oh yeah it's a lot better now it tastes like a chip Okay, no, I, well, I'm glad that now we can impart one piece of actual, uh, like, an actionable item here, which is toast. He- heat your taco shells in the oven before making tacos. I think probably everybody in America but us knew that, especially since it says right on, front of the bo- on the front of the box for Max Crunch, heat before you eat. That's just advice for Max Crunch, though. But it's advice that can serve you in all walks of life. Mm. Anyway, this is tasty. Okay, as always, uh, we are made with whole grain corn. We can be found on the web at spilledmilkpodcast.com. 
And we can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash buildmilkpodcast, where, where we learned recently that we have fans in Norway, India, Turkey, uh, and some other assorted places. You know, and if you know someone who might like spilled milk, tell your friends. Tell them in Hindi. Tell them in Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can tell them via an iTunes review. Yes. Oh, yes. You can tell them via a tweet. Mm-hmm. Maybe a post on Facebook. Tell them via Telegram. You can tell them in a love note. Mm-hmm. You can... Uh, you Carrier can... pigeon. <laughs> Western Union. That's the same as Telegram. Instagram. You can tell them by Instagram. <laughs> Great. Let's wrap this up. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Um, uh, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. I've just been waiting. I've been waiting for the most 15 minutes to hear that word. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh. People, stand and stop. I'm Matthew Amsterberg. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. I have another question. Where can you buy the digital underground sex packets? (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean hobo packets? No. (laughs) You know, the uh, the Humpty Hump? No. What? What are you talking about? All right. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 